ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in for episode six of From the Hive, the newest podcast series we have on KALA. I'm Ryan Tristel alongside Sierra Murray and then Bailey Winfrey, who is calling in as she is currently off campus. Just like always, you're going to hear a segment that was recorded earlier on in the day from Anna Berry, and it was written by McKenna Vernon. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about what we did over spring break as spring break was last week at St. Ambrose, and then we're going to get a little bit into just some different conversations, but let's start it off with you, Bailey. What did you do over spring break? So like we talked about in previous episodes, um, I went to Nashville with all of my friends. Um, we spent a lot of time down on Broadway kind of exploring and venturing around, trying all the different food down there. Um, we had gone to the Country Music Hall of Fame, which was really cool. I don't think the people in my group really cared for it, but I always <laughs> liked going fun. there. That sounds fun. Um, then we went to the Nashville Farmer's Market, which is like a, like, it's like the Freight House Farmer's Market downtown. And they have a bunch of, like, restaurants in there and, like, cute little shops. And it's connected to, like, a veterans memorial out in a park. And it was super cool to go walk around and do that. So, so Nashville, is then, o- Nashville has always been, like, you know, one of those big trips I want to take with my friends and I once, you know, we all turn 21 and stuff. But... I guess what would you what would you recommend doing there? Like you know, what were some of your favorite things that you guys did, or favorite places you guys went? See, I always like just exploring. I don't necessarily go down for all of the bars and stuff. So like, I love the museums. The Nashville Farmers Market was super cool. We went to the Parthenon, and it was cool, but I did not think it was worth the ten dollars that we paid to get in. But I think finding like the museums, like the Johnny Cash Museum and the Country Music Hall of Fame, is always a good go-to. Yeah, and well, I, I know one thing that, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily expect you guys to go here, but uh, Vanderbilt is in Nashville, and I know that's normally a very beautiful campus and stuff, and that's one of, like, the selling points of the university, that it's right in Nashville. So, I mean, I know that's one place that I would probably go check out, just see their athletic facilities especially, because they're so good and different yeah. sports uh how about you I actually see- took uh when I was in high school I went down for a school trip and I toured the campus and went into all of their buildings and you're right Ryan it is an absolutely beautiful campus some insanely kind people there and then we got to eat in their food court because it was a school trip and their food is fantastic so how about you Sierra what were some of the highlights of your spring break hugging my mom Honestly, I was so happy to just be home, be with my mom and family. I live two and a half hours away in Illinois, like um, north suburbs of Chicago, and it was just fun. I I really did see my hometown best friends. It was nice. I chilled a lot. I was with my siblings because I have a big family. I have a family of 10, and so oh, wow. we, were, we were all together. Well, not all of us, actually. Um because my three older siblings, they they have their own stuff going on for them, you know. <laughs> and so, and so um, I did take the train to Chicago, and I saw my oldest brother, Spencer, because he has a place over there. And um, we he treated me to dinner. It was really good. We went to parlors. Have you ever been? Pizza? I've never 
been, but I've definitely heard of it. Parlors. It was so good. Oh my gosh. I loved it so much. Um, but yeah, it was just really chill. And then I took the, I slept over and then I took the train back home in the morning. Taking the train to Chicago is so easy. Oh my gosh. It's so easy. Yeah. And where'd um, you get on at? Galesburg? No, Crystal Lake. All the, okay. There is a all train the that runs through OTC. Crystal Lake. Yeah, there is. Okay. Yeah, all the way to OTC. And then, hold on. I have a story that happened at OTC, the train center. Oh, boy. Um, I I was getting my Dunkin' Donuts, right? Like a, a small coffee. And a guy, I'm standing behind a wall or like in front of a wall to pick up my food. And a guy comes behind me looking for an outlet. He says, excuse me. Is there an outlet here? And then I move away. I'm like, I don't know, or something like that. He's like, you're such a diplomat. Or no, he said, you're such a democratic. I was like, what? He's And I didn't Excuse respond me? back to him. I left. But he said, you're so democratic. I was like, what the heck does that even mean? I was just confused. I don't know what this guy was on, but I was very confused, okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. Speaking from <laughs> many experiences of taking the train down, yeah. down to Chicago, um, just because I'm also from the Chicago, or really, I am from Chicago. Your your suburbs. I'm in the city. Um, I I will say you're you're gonna see some very interesting things on the train, um, and even just like the people at the stops and stuff like that. I'll never forget one time I was on the way back from a Cubs game with my dad and one of my buddies since I've had really since I think I was in like pre-k and uh we saw a certain deal or what we are 99% sure was a certain type of deal going down on the train uh so that was real fun oh. that was yeah that was late at night so we we saw that one uh or at least we're 99% sure that's what it was um I've seen you know people urinating and defecating just outside the train next to the tracks stuff like that um how long does it take you guys to get home if you take the train like the train from chicago to my neighborhood yeah uh 15 20 minutes maybe depending on where i get off like For if me, i get it off it took me an hour and 20 see that's long if i like if i'm going to a white Sox game with my friends because i'm the only like you know or i'm not the only cubs fan but it's definitely more white Sox fans um, so if we go to the Sox again, that's probably, yeah, like 15 minutes. And then the train into like the downtown, like end of the line station that we would take to, um, it's maybe, yeah, 20, 25, 30 minutes max, I would say. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. And I really, I think the only reason that it's like that is, I mean, once you kind of, once you hit my neighborhood, there's a stop every four blocks or half a mile, which I know four blocks is half a mile, but some people still don't know that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's Fair it's enough. not a long train at all. It doesn't seem that long. It seems really quick. I lasted, you know, an hour and 20, and that was fine. I just put in my headphones, and I was just chilling. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't look at anyone. Now, do you just take the straight-up Metro? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take the Metro. Bailey, so how are you doing? How are your classes? I'm good. My classes are good. I know you're graduating uh, everything's... soon. Is it stressful? It is. I was talking to Brett and Jim the other day about how I spent a couple hours crying the other night because I can't find a job. But... <laughs> it's okay, Bailey. It's okay. All of the prep you had in Ambrose is sufficient enough to get you to secure a really good job 
It is. It for real is. Right. Yeah, it's I- just like I'm in the phase where, you know, I'm staying in the Quad Cities and there's Western and there's Augustana and there's a bunch of universities here. Mm. So the, when you get into these entry level positions, there's all of these other graduate or graduating kids that are also looking for these same jobs. So it's just getting noticed. Yeah. I mean, the so, most important we'll thing is to keep going, you know, like persevere. But, I mean, I, I have 100% faith in you. I, I know 100% that you can secure any job that you want, anything that's going to be good for you. I think this oh, is... Oh, well, thanks, Sierra. Yes, I believe in you, girl. I really do. You're smart. Well, and I will say, I'm... like, we all we all do, like, catching up on each of these shows. And I think it's because, you know, most people probably don't realize hey, we all work at the radio station together and stuff like that, but, like, we don't see each other every day. Yeah. I feel like, f- for the most part, when yeah. we do this show together on Fridays, like, this is really the only time I truly get to, you know, see both of you, at least at the yeah. same time. No, it's nice to always catch up, you know? Like, I'm glad that we do these radio shows because it's just a good opportunity to catch up over things and... Be casual, you know? Yeah. and Right, and I feel like this allows us to be so much closer than, like, other groups. Oh, definitely. Than, like, a normal podcast. I don't know. This just feels different. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like for this podcast compared to, you know, others we do, for instance, I'm in a podcasting class with our boss, Dave Baker, is the teacher of that, which makes it very easy for me because I know who he is well. Um, But, like, that one, everybody who's doing a podcast in there – we each have like our own specific thing that we talk about. This one, we just kind of come up with it on the fly, or we'll talk about yeah. it for like a half hour before. So, yeah, so it's just like this natural conversation that we get to have, and I, I do think that that's probably one of the best things about this podcast. And like the three of oh, us, definitely. Like, the three of us, we all get along pretty well, and like you know, there's never fighting or anything like that. So it just it makes it nice and easy to be able to yeah. talk everything. <clears throat> Yeah. We live pretty different lives. So it's just like, you know, it's like a mesh of everything, you know? We're at different points in our lives at like in school and all that. And we have different hometowns and different backgrounds. Well hold on. Now you brought something up about maturity. I wanna hear this. What? Did he, you you said something about like we're all at like different like maturity levels. No. no. Didn't you, Bailey? No, I didn't. I don't know. I thought you did. I did Maybe not I'm wrong. say maturity. I thought I mean, you we did. do we are different in maturity levels. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, anyways, before I get into my spring break and then, you know, just other stuff that's been going on with me and other topics that we're going to talk about, we're going to send it away to Anna Vary, who had her segment pre-recorded as always. It's over to you, Anna. Hello from the Hive listeners. This is Anna Vary, buzzing in to let you know what's happening on the campus of St. Ambrose University as well as in the Quad Cities community. Today I'm highlighting at St. Ambrose University Club, SAT, which stands for Sexual Assault Awareness Team. This St. Ambrose Club is hosting many events in the next couple of weeks as April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. One of the ways SAT is raising awareness for sexual assault is by wearing teal on Tuesdays. SAT encourages you to wear teal too. By wearing teal on Tuesdays and posting a photo of yourself wearing the color on social media, you can win a prize. Make sure to tag the SAT Club on your post so they can see it. On March 29th, SAT hosted an event called Clothesline Project to spread awareness for survivors of abuse and sexual assault. St. Ambrose's staff and students stopped by the SAU Beehive to create and see survivor t-shirts. 
The Sexual Assault Awareness Team is also hosting an event on April 5th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the Rogalski Center Food Court. This event will be called the Handprint Pledge. Anyone can come to the Rogalski Center and mark their handprint on a banner as a pledge of support against domestic violence. Denim Day will be April 26th. This day is dedicated to raising awareness around sexual violence issues, supporting survivors, and educating people about the issue. SAT is excited to host these events and to help spread and raise awareness to such an important issue. If you would like to get more involved in SAT, the club has monthly meetings that anyone can attend and be a part of. Their next meeting is April 6th at 7 p.m. on the third floor of the Rogalski Center. Come be a part of SAT and help stop domestic violence and sexual assault. Thank you so much from the Hive listeners for tuning in to my portion of the show. Once again, I'm Anna Vary, and I'm sending you back to the Hive. Welcome back to the KALA studios where we are recording from the Hive, the newest KALA podcast. Uh, you just heard from Anna Vary, a very talented freshman here at KALA. Again, segments of you know what she talks about were written by McKenna Verdon, another mm-hmm. talented freshman yeah. we have working with us. And... So we talked about what Bailey and Sierra did over spring break and stuff like that. Um, Now we're going to dive into a little bit of what I did. So as Bailey said, she had alluded to this in the past, and I talked about it as well. I went to Arizona with my mom, my sister, and then my aunt, uncle, and two little cousins over spring break. Uh, I I will say it was great getting out of the 30-degree weather of Chicago and Iowa and hitting the upper 60s, maybe low 70s once or twice in Arizona. We stayed just outside of Phoenix in a little town called Queen Creek. Um, I will say Queen Creek was beautiful. Um, I I think it was maybe one of those like up and coming towns um, just because everything was or there was just a lot of construction going on and everything looked new. Um, Sierra, you would probably get this reference. We made it a few times. It almost was like the Naperville or like the Oak Brook oh. of Phoenix. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, okay. So like, it's a very nice little area, nice. but like you can tell it's like suburbs type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it was just it was beautiful. We had a great mm-hmm. house. Um, and you know, just everything about the house was great. What'd you do there? In Arizona. Yeah. So uh, probably the thing that I liked doing the most was we went to a Cubs game uh, Mm. because the Cubs have their spring training facilities maybe like 30 minutes from where we stayed. Um, And in that game, it was great. I got to see a lot of the newcomers on the Cubs play. They ended up winning. They hit a walk-off home run um, to win the game, which was awesome. I had actually gone down – to the front row of the outfield because in the outfield at their stadium for spring training, it's all just a grass hill that you can sit on. And so I went right down to the bullpen that the Cubs were in um, with my aunt and my two younger cousins who are three and five. We're going to cut out their ages because I don't know how old they are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went down to the bullpen with my aunt and then my two little cousins Um that home run landed a few feet away from us, which mm. was really cool. I kind of got nervous because that ball was a line drive, and it was coming in so fast, and it looked like it was coming straight for my little cousins, and I really didn't want to have to stick my hand yeah. out and probably break either my fingers or really mess up something in my hand to stop that ball, but obviously I, I would have because I'm not going to let my little cousins get hit by that. Um, but I think the most rewarding part of that game was we ended up getting – 
a baseball thrown up to us by it was either a coach or a player on the Cubs for oh my, my little gosh, cousins, and wow. like that that really made their day. I I kind of promised them a ball, um, and then when it finally happened at the end of the game, it just kind of was a feel good moment. But outside of that, yeah. I Arizona is very mountainous, and like I knew that it had mountains, but is I didn't realize right now? how many. Is it warm? Mm-hmm. Right when now. we went, it was like. 60s, 70s. So, yeah, it was pretty warm. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, we went hiking in the mountains one day just on some trails. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of cool pictures, obviously. Um, But, yeah, you know, just back to our house then. We went out to eat a lot. But at the house, we had a heated pool and a Mm -hmm. hot tub that we got to swim in. Um, I think my uncle kept that pool at, like, 85 degrees. (laughs) And then the hot tub was at, like, 105 max or something like that. So, Definitely warm. There was a walking trail right behind our house that we would take mm-hmm. in the morning and just kind of walk. Did you watch any movies? No movies. We watched the World Baseball Classic a lot, though, which is a – it's like the World Cup of baseball. I recently went to the movie theater and watched Creed 3. How was that? It was actually I want to really see that. Good. Not going to lie, the second Creed I think is better in my opinion. But the third one, it's good. It's good. He ends up, like, fighting one of his homies, like his best friends, you know, and – it was good. I liked it. Um, of course, my favorite part is just the snacks. The Coke slushy is a must at the movie theaters. A must. And then I got um, sour watermelon gummies and then, of course, popcorn with butter on it. Mm. See, you always have to get a large movie theater popcorn with butter. It, it was the best. Coke slushy is a must. See, so I, I've seen the first Creed. I don't remember if I've even seen the second Creed yet. Um really? But I, I do want to see the third Creed eventually. Did you go to the movie theater around here? Yeah, like Cinemark, something like that. How was it? It wasn't bad. I, I love went at Cinemark. like ten thirty at night on a Wednesday, and <laughs> literally no one was there. <laughs> so like the movie theaters near my house, they're okay, but they're all just like in a mall and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've heard really good things about the movie theaters out here, and I haven't gone to any yet. And you know, it is one of those things that like. Just one of my friends and I are thinking of something to do. It's, it always like never comes to my mind, but mm. it is a good idea. It's not bad. I mean, it wasn't bad at all. It was like two hours, you know? It was good. I guess this one is for either one of you guys. What are some of the things with the last you know month, month and a half we have of school that you guys really want to do, whether it be at the radio station or just mm. in your personal lives? Catch up on all my work. Um, end a year off strong. Um, I'm sure Bailey can say the same thing as me, <laughs> for real. But Bailey has more yeah. on her plate. I feel bad. <laughs> don't feel bad. I don't want to scare you, but you'll be doing the same thing <laughs> in a couple years. I'm already scared. I'm so scared. Except I plan on um applying for my master's over the summer. I plan on uh working on stuff with my application for my master's in international studies. So. You know, we're, we got a lot on our plates, too, you know? We're all doing so much. Ryan, what are you doing? Well, um, you know, nothing is guaranteed, especially with weather, but we're, we're planning on doing a baseball game for St. Ambrose on the radio, which I'm very excited for. Uh, this past week, I've been working on a big, big assignment for the newscast class. Uh, I did a project on Lisa Bluter, who is the head coach of the Iowa women's basketball team. You can find that on social medias right now. It'll be in the newscast when that comes out. Um, 
and that that took a lot of time and effort, but I am I'm just excited to, you know, really finish this year out strong, keep getting the work done and all that, and then really just go home and work. I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do yet for a job, but it's it's gonna be something that, you know, I'm not gonna not work this summer. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm gonna be working at the radio station this summer too and waitressing. See, and I'm sure you know, I came up here once or twice over summer. I'm sure yeah. I will again, maybe a couple more times yeah. than that, just because every time I was up here, you know, Dave and I you remember put that me to when work. you came over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I we think. We got Atomic, I think, right? We did. And I think that, yeah. you know, this summer is even more important because obviously Bailey's graduating and, you yeah. know, those are shoes we got to fill. Yeah. So it's like, you know, really being here for when these incoming freshmen are going to be here and stuff like that, I think is going to be important that I'm going to try to get to. Um, but yeah, you know, just really trying to find work. Um, I, I, as mean as this may sound, I wouldn't love to have to go back to the same job I've been doing the past two years, but that's only cause you know, it's just, it's not my favorite. Um, my friends are trying to get me into working with them. Not sure exactly how that'll go, but We'll just all have to wait and see. Um, and before we close out this episode, we're going to talk about the weather that we're getting this weekend yeah. because it is craziness. Crazy. Um, I heard there's a tornado coming. Yes. And I'm driving in that. Like, they, they've already, they've already pretty to much. Iowa State right after this. They, they've pretty much effectively shut down campus after 3.30 today. Um all events that were at going to look. classes are done. Um, last I heard, it was like 70 mile per hour winds, huge hail, and it looks like the level for warning of a tornado just got moved up to a level five, which is pretty serious, I think. I mean, I'm from Chicago. I don't know much about the tornadoes, but, you know, level five is, as my friends have said, we're, we're definitely in for one tonight. Yes, we definitely are. But when is it supposed I... to start? There's two rounds. There's supposed to be, like, between, like, 12 and 2, and then between 5 and 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah, and it's almost 12 o'clock when we're recording this. So it, it'll be interesting to see if we can, you know, get everything done and all that and get back to our room so we're not necessarily stuck up at the radio yeah, station Yeah, so, listeners, we are risking our lives for this. Well, let's not go that far. Well, this morning I got up and I went over to the Bettendorf Atomics because that's my preferred atomic. It was beautiful outside. It was sunny. It was so warm. And then I'm standing right in front of the windows and we have them open and it's kind of cold and kind of chilly now. And it's getting windy. I don't know if you could hear the gusts, but it was, it was picking up while we were talking. Well, I think one of the biggest, like, warning flags to me was I remember looking at the weather – earlier in the week but then i looked again at it yesterday and today when you know everything kind of started coming out about this big storm we're gonna have and i saw today it was like a high of 67 but a low of like 29 so i was like okay that's a big gap like that's not a normal size gap for weather and then yeah you know and once i got an email earlier this morning from one of the con professors saying that class was canceled and then we got the email saying that they're shutting down campus, so my afternoon class got canceled. So I've pretty much had a easy little uh, la- lazy day today, but except for this show. But, you know, it is one of those things where it's like I know people who are really worried about this, especially for the car drivers on campus, about the hail in their cars. But I, I don't know. 
I, I'm not like super nervous or anything, but at the same time, I'm not necessarily excited for it. I'm, I'm looking, looking at the radar right now. Is it still as bad as it was? Yeah, kind of. Let's see here. I'm also. I think it. It's supposed to hit at about three. Is what it's looking like. Is what the rain is gonna hit. Is about three. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, this doesn't look like it's gonna be fun at all. Anyways, but I don't think we're supposed to hit red until later tonight. Fair enough. I know we we got a pretty bad storm last night. Apparently, I slept through it. I know my mom was texting me. It woke her up, but back in Chicago, huh. so. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode six of From the Hive. Once again, I'm Ryan Schistel, joined by Sierra Mari, Bailey Winfrey, who has called in today because she is off campus. And then you heard segments that were written by McKenna Verdon and recorded by Anna Vary. A special thank you also to Dave Baker, the general manager of KALA Radio here in the Quad Cities and on the campus of St. Ambrose University. For those of you who weathered the storm by the time this comes out, we hope everybody's doing well and they we are all safe. We hope everyone is safe, for real. And we're going to try to stay safe up here, too. But, yeah, you know, we talked about spring break, our upcoming plans, and stuff like that. So it's been a fun little episode, another successful episode, I would say. We'll be back next week once again for another episode of From the Hive. But once again, for Sierra, Bailey, McKenna, Anna, and Dave Baker, I'm Ryan Schistel. Go Bees. Thank and you. keep listening to KLA. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you.